we at Fatanize pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land. Is this thing on? Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Fatanize, Australia's only plus-size community podcast. And we are back again with the crew from a couple of weeks ago. We have Jen from Fussy Gus. We have Rosie, the photographer. And we have April, the Bodzilla. Hello, beautiful humans. How are you? Hello. (laughs) Thanks so much for having us back. That's all right. Of course. Of course, of course. This this whole setup was so easy breezy, wasn't it? Like there were no <laughs> technological hassles, nothing of such. Was there April? <laughs> Look, and then I, I just spilled uh, uh, water as I tried to pull my phone charger out of the power board. Oh, honey. <laughs> my, uh, my Apple Watch is detecting an increase in my heart rate. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Yes. Thank you so much, everyone, for coming onto the show to talk about this topic. And I'm very happy, April, that you've come along, even despite the technological dis- difficulties, because yeah. this is about <laughs> fashion, my dear. And we need the fashion queen here, of course. And <laughs> we are talking about Portman's, and they are getting a bit of controversy right now because. So you'd think, oh, yeah, they're going pretty good because they have announced they are releasing a plus-size range, as they describe it as a bespoke range. No idea what that means. You can (laughs) navigate what that means. So they have released a plus-size range that goes from size 16 to 24. And in gobsmacking, surprising, oh, my God, did not see this coming news, it's online only. Yes. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that fat phobic behavior. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> April, the fashion queen, the Bodzilla, thoughts, feelings, emotions on this. Bes- what is a bespoke range? I don't understand. What Specifically that is. for fat people, but not designed by fat people, I think is the subtext to that, which I think we can <laughs> probably take to mean no, we won't give you the clothes we already make in a size to fit you. We'll give you fugly ones that you can only buy on the internet because we don't want you in our stores because we hate fat people. That sums mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The episode's over. I mean, look what, a, no, but truly, and I think this is a problem that so many brands have. And we see lots of our, you know, people who I consider absolute legends in the curve community who've been speaking about the way that this, you know, is an issue across many multiple brands. Uh, the fact that there's a lack of consultation with the people who actually wear these clothes mm. uh, and also an inference through the styles that they provide that none of us have any sense of fashion. Mm. So um, it's kind of, it's not only offensive to my eyes, uh, but also to my heart because I'm like, come on guys, not only do you not want me to come and try on these hideous clothes, uh, but you want me to wear hideous clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, exactly. Yeah. If one if one billion people, one billion women around the world are plus size, why do you think they don't want us in their shops? Is it because they think that we sit around eating McDonald's in their clothes and they don't want that as a, a their image? Or what? Why do you think they don't want us in their stores? I, I think it's probably for the same reason that, without naming names, when I worked in the PR company, 
of what I will call a fast food brand, not right. the one you named. Right. Okay. I was also not allowed to appear on their social media at around this size or slightly bigger because they felt that they did not want to, in their words, expose me to what would inevitably draw a negative response online to right. seeing a person that looks like me actively mm. consuming mm. fast food. Now, that person wasn't wrong. Like I agree with the premise of what they're saying in the sense that they, as my colleague and friend were saying, I don't think that that's a good idea because this is what will happen and the brand yep. won't let us put you at risk like that. But the problem is that, I mean, a fast food brand is probably not the one we expect to dismantle <laughs> fat phobic <laughs> oppression <laughs> systems. But, <laughs> but uh, it, you know, it is the case that I'm certain that the marketing uh people for fashion brands also do not want to draw the expected negative attention by putting pictures of uh fat people or people who appear different in some way because this is a problem that's not limited certainly to people who are fat in terms of representation but in terms of the actual purchasing of the clothes obviously then we have the mm. additional issue of being made to feel unwanted in the store by having mm. their ranges be online only so yeah, I think it's mm. about it's about not people not being seen in the store because right. then they're like thin people looking in will go, well, I don't want to shop there anymore. It's that mm. very much that e exclusive feeling of I don't want to shop where people I don't want to align myself with. Yeah, it's their their brand image, and you got to think about who is at the head of these brands. The CEOs are not women; they're not plus size women, are they? They're white men who have an idea about uh, where plus what plus women size women should be doing with their time um yeah. many of them commented on our post last time on your um demi your kaleidoscope news but i could not believe the comments on the, I, I i must shelter myself in this really isolated world surrounded by fat people and fat positive people because mm. i was so shocked by the attitude to fat women speaking up i couldn't yeah. believe it like, oh, yes so for listeners yeah. that don't know i received a a fair amount of hate from a recent post I wrote on Instagram and then put a video on TikTok about Brendan Fraser and the continuous need for Hollywood to use fat suits. And yeah, Brendan Fraser wearing a fat suit for his latest film, Whale. And people were just like not having it. They were just cursing us, cursing all of us for talking about it. Just, uh, it was just not a fun couple of days that was no mm. not i don't get it and i i would have thought your following was quite um inclusive don't you have a quite mm -hmm. a feminist following and still they were they just could not understand fat women not wanting to watch a movie about a fat man in a fat suit mm -hmm. i can't it's, believe it it's very much that sense of like i'm a feminist as long as the other people i'm standing up for look like me that's mm. it yes. oh you know yeah, which is hot tip. That's not feminism. Uh, that's girl supporting girls. That's hashtag women supporting women. That's yeah. white feminism. It's, it's a bad. It's a bad time. But also a lot about. Um, I, I read comments that said that it was a choice to be fat. Um, which I think is such a such a strange way to look at it. Because why would knowing the hate that fat women or fat people receive? Why would anybody wake up one morning and decide this is what I want for my life? But also. <laughs> You know, it's ridiculous. I find it ridiculous. Like of, of all the choices that I've made for my health, the best choice I've, I've ever made is ditching diet culture. Like I'm 100% so much healthier mentally and physically now that I don't restrict. They should be celebrating that for me. 
if they doesn't that so just much. go to show how intense diet culture is though yeah. that you would be illogical you would say something that is that does not have logic it's not based in any no, logic you're right but you still believe it and that's why they're so fervent when they have these really strong opinions about it is because they have to dig their toes into this anti-logic to convince themselves that they believe it yes it's because it's so it's so unbelievable <laughs> if yeah. you give this information to anybody they go no well obviously this doesn't make any sense but diet culture has done that made mm. everybody illogical mm. i can guess i can guess already what they'll write when you post about this this podcast you know oh yes oh yes be <laughs> if like, you want oh. clothes to fit you then lose weight yeah <laughs> that's really not the point of clothes lol mm. i know i've done a, a few reels where I, I sort of show how it feels to be a plus size woman going into i've used an example as country road I don't necessarily want um, to can we Are we going to note the fact that that reel went so viral? Yes. Yes, it did. yes, it did. It was really successful. But along with it came so many trolls saying, stop complaining, go and shop where the places that stock your size, not realizing there are places. What places I would, that- bitch. I would. <laughs> where Honest do you want God. me to go? And you know what? I'm not that fat. I'm a size 20 to 22. If I can't find clothes in, in these stores, what are size 30 doing? I don't. The thing mm-hmm. is, they can argue back and forth about why we our right to exist and how um, you know how healthy we we are not or we are, but we still do exist. We exist, mm-hmm. and we should be able to wear clothes. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. What do you want us to go around naked? Because I'm sure they wouldn't love that. Yeah. They, they yeah. definitely <laughs> would. They definitely would not choose that. Or perhaps they would choose that because they have no common sense and no logic. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to go naked um, for a day in protest. <laughs> <laughs> I will support you. Make it into Portman's, everyone. Very much. <laughs> Not literally. Oh. Uh, also, Demi, only up to a size 24. That's a bit of a joke, isn't it? I mean, I've heard that a lot where it's like, we're making steps. It's progress. Oh. Steps to nowhere. <laughs> oh I said this in the comment too, Demi, when you put up a, a post about this. I was like, show me the size chart. I will reserve my judgment because I want to see them centimetres because I guarantee I literally, because I have a lot of difficulty with getting organised with things, an email that I'm still trying to write to a brand to say, I really like this thing that I bought and I really want to support you because you're not Portman's for a start. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, the only issue I have is that I can, like when I look at the size charts or the different types of clothes I wear from different brands. I consider myself to be a size 20, sometimes an 18, mostly a 20. I had to buy 24 of this. Now that's okay because numbers are stupid made up, you know, in terms of tag on tags, mm. are stupid and made up and it's only an indicator of how much fabric there is on the basis mm-hmm. of the scale mm-hmm. of the garments. Except that if I was the size 24 me that I was whenever I was a size 24 in the past and I bought that, that mother effer wouldn't fit me and I would no. cry. Because yeah. it would be the 99,000th time that I bought clothes that said they were for me and they weren't. Yeah. So it's not about saying you're doing a bad job. You should do better by stocking, like that the size 24 thing is not good enough, although I will say do better yeah. to everyone. <laughs> but I, but what I'm saying is you can't say you sell size, whether it's like 4 to 24 or whatever it is, you can't tell me that that's, that's simply not true. I think what the truth is probably that you sell size 6 to 20, which is still yeah. a range that's bigger yeah. than some of these stores that we've all been shunned from in the past. Yeah. But 
the reality is you're not selling a size 24 because a person who lives in a size 24 body cannot fit themselves into mm. these clothes physically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask you, Jen, because as someone that, you know, owns a fabulous fashion label, which Fussy Gas guys, check out if you want some fabulous t-shirts with some awesome Dolly Parton logos and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Is it expensive to expand sizes? Is it that big of a deal that brands make out to be? Like you go up to, what? you go up to like a 30, 32, I'm thinking? 32, but I can make bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's an absolute pile of shit when they, they use the cost comment. Because you know what? I'm not asking for any favors as a fat person. I just want you to make a profit from me. Like it's, I'm giving you my money. Like it's not, I don't mm. understand that comment. Like it's going to cost them to sell clothes to me. That's insane. The thing is, what I hear a lot um, is from small business, especially, is they say that it's hard. It's like an inventory problem. It's hard to have so many of one size so you know where they would have 50 items now they've got to stock 100 items and they don't know which ones will sell what I don't understand though is and I'm coming from the spot of, of selling clothes to people like what would I know but I sell clothes to women is that I sell much more like size 14 to size 24 are my, are my most popular sizes so if you if you're saying it's an inventory problem and you can own stock 50 pieces why the freaking hell would you choose the pieces that like why wouldn't you choose the bigger pieces then mm. sell all that sell size freaking 12 to 24 and you'll sell more shit yep. do you know what I mean and also the other thing is more fabric what a crock because <laughs> what how come all of a sudden like you know um oversized t-shirts are popular how come they don't oh. cost them? why didn't they blow the bank for these you know why why is that yep. how come that also many many t-shirt businesses that sell slogan t-shirts sell men's t-shirts to women as saying they're unisex how come they can make men's t-shirts mm -hmm. then in that size why aren't that they're not they don't cost more scoop, the, scoop yeah. the neck on that mother flipping man's t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> oh my ass scoop the neck i don't want my, you can leave the hem straight if you really got to but like also you don't know what men want to wear because they come in all shapes and sizes too, baby. That's what I mean. Um, but, but it's also not more expensive because they, they, no. those clothes are there. There are clothes for men in those. Like it can't be about the fabric is too much. No. We've got to use too much fabric. What a crock. Yep. That it's, is a lie. Yeah. And I agree. What I would like to see, and, and I say this is someone who supports and loves some brands uh, across Australia who are founded by people who I fully believe when they say, I really want to do better. I'm like, I believe that. That's why I still support you. And it's also why I work hard for people to know that you make my size of clothes because that allows you to have good sales in that that like that like end of your inventory mm -hmm. uh, so that you can continue to expand your size range. So I say that because I know that there will be people who will be looking for a way to nitpick what we say because making yeah. us look of like course. we like integrity debases that whole argument, right? Yeah. Mm. But I think it's also important to note that these are not the people generally that we're talking about. People who own tiny little businesses who maybe started making fashion for their own bodies and then for their sisters and then for their brother or whatever, mm -hmm. that those people are not necessarily the people we're talking Portman's is not yeah. your founded by uh you know a, a woman in Australia um you know because there was nothing to buy in in the styles or the way that she wanted we're talking about the brands that literally make money hand over fist selling to you know that or have made money selling to a certain type of people and all, also those brands that 
we know like exactly what you've pointed out, Jen. Follow trends and that trend at the moment, yep, oversized wide leg, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Um, that they make, you know, clothes to fit a certain type of body and the reason that they don't want to make clothes for us is only about the fact that they don't want to clothe us because they don't want us to use their, like to have their label of clothes. Yeah, it's fat phobia. It always comes back to fat phobia. Like mm. if it's a $16.5 billion fashion industry, why wouldn't you want a piece of that from us why wouldn't you i don't understand it makes no sense again very anti-logic there is just there's no logic like all feelings no thoughts yeah but like i think i I, like i asked the question is why do these why are they now jumping on the train like with body positivity becoming such a thing now if it really is just about the profits which it obviously is it's still so much of it still doesn't make any sense it's still this half-assed tokenizing weird jumping on the train like but not actually centering fat bodies or their that community within their brand and yeah. that's the difference between just shopping a brand and actually being dedicated to a brand and actually wanting to buy from someone like oh, I would still go out and buy like the other day I went into Sports Girl, which I just can never, ever get anything from Sports Girl, but they had all these colours and they had this really stretchy top in there. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll buy this because it kind of fits me because it's super stretchy and it looks okay and I love the colour. But I would definitely not be, like I, I, Sports Girl's not my brand. I would not go in there again. I can count the number of times on one hand how many times I bought from Sports Girl. And even though, they're like you know we now got to size 18 and we're doing our things there's no way that I'm dedicated or going to be aligned to that brand so it's this kind of like the motivation behind why you actually upping your sizes and does it even make sense then that you're making it just online (laughs) like none of it makes sense it's ridiculous Yeah, you you would never see a brand be like, oh, we cater to say um, size eight to size twenty four, but um, only size eight and tens are online though. Like you would never see that ever. And also, I'm just getting sick and tired of brands. I I, I really should have looked up how many have done this. Brands saying, oh, we're doing plus size, and they always have that one model. It's always the same model. This is no shade. Oh, yes. This is yes. no shade on her. She's gorgeous. She's fabulous. She obviously yeah. does amazing job at her role as a model. But there are so many people out there. It's in Australia, yeah. like no, so many incredible because... models of different sizes, colors, shapes, everything. Don't yeah. just use the same model. We don't all have her body. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. It has to be uh, apart from you, April. I don't know any other plus size models that aren't you know the exact you know the hourglass flat tummy the okay in face yeah that's right the acceptable Um, fat body which do you know what april when i saw you on the first uh plus size woman in a bikini on that billboard life changing (laughs) life changing yes absolutely (laughs) got my eyelashes done today please don't make me cry No, I'm going to cry because i just came back from fiji and i thought of you all the time i'm like i'm gonna freaking get in this bikini you got on a billboard in a bikini (laughs) It is life-changing. I want to see bodies, a big range of bodies in a big range of clothes. I don't, I love those models. They're gorgeous. But I, what's, if we can only order online, we need to see people that have our bodies. Otherwise, (laughs) you've brought me to my point. You are such a delight, Jen, in in every way. But because to that point, the only person who I have seen do this with success from the outset and 
again, Codacil. I have seen other amazing, incredible brands do this as well. Um, but this person who started their business this year and and went, I am not doing this unless I can have diverse models, full size range, e-com that includes all the different body shapes and types was Abby and Jolie Chatfield with the verbose label that they released this year. Mm -hmm. So they hired a group of models and we were all shapes, sizes, heights, you know, um, everything. And there was myself and Kalina Steinbeck, uh, Kate, Haley, and Bailey, which was hilarious, made for <laughs> lots of jokes. And Abby herself, I think that was all of us. And so we modeled from there. I think it was like the smallest ones, which was um, Abby and Haley did the smallest ones. And then right the way up to myself and Colleen and we did the two top sizes, which went, they went across the kind of size range 2022 and then 2426. And when I tell you that Kalina came out of the changing room and every time I went like this, oh, because she looked good in every single item. You know why? Because I fit tested those clothes. Because I put on the the um factory samples and did a Zoom call in my undies with four people, <laughs> including Jolie and Abby, to get it right. Because they were like, we don't just want to go, oh, we'll get Abby's one and then make it bigger and yeah. wider because that's not going to work yeah correct because she's got huge titties her, her boobs are way bigger than mine so my top would have been flapping in the wind like that's not that would not have worked and so you know I think that there are other brands who I love and support you won't see me posting about them unless I love them and support them and feel like they're doing their bit so I think that's a good blanket way of explaining like oh who's a good brand well if I'm talking about them then I like them that's it but I really admire, and I told Abby this, I said, that was a game changer. There will be people who thought I should start a business, but I don't think I can do exactly what you just did. And they will. And there'll be someone out there who's going to pick up their, their little pen and paper and design something. And they're going to launch it in size 16 to 30. One of these days, I swear to God, I'm manifesting <laughs> it. And, and they're going to offer all of the lower sizes online. Well, they're not going to oh, offer them. Cause why? There's plenty of clothes. Don't yeah. want to go to Portman's doll. There's heaps. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think that that's what I want to see and especially because and, and not that this is like Abby Chatfield fan show but we do she is a friend of the show Demi so that yes, makes we sense stand her, we stand oh, her we yes. stand um also she doesn't know what it's like to be a fat person mm. but she made clothes for fat people and she like when we were there she's she's calling out slay like she's she's doing the model hype thing she wasn't treating us any different like we had a fantastic safe time on set and I feel like that was unusual and I'm sure it's not unusual for plus brands because most of the models turn up and they all know each other and they feel safe and they mm. you know whatever mm. but I'm sure that some of them had to traverse some pretty rocky territory emotionally in the early days when brands started expanding their sizes because every other person there looked like this mm. so, so it's I remember doing a shoot for an underwear brand and I was the biggest person there like I was I wasn't the brownest person, but I was the biggest person. Um, and love that for them. And it was the most wonderful. Like, even now I get like emotion about it because I ran around in my undies. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole, that was a job. They were paying me to do it. Nobody went, because honestly, that's a reaction you expect. You know, I was, they were like, you were the most fun. Like, this was so great. And I was, oh, we love how confident you are. I was like, well, I didn't feel like shit about myself. So yeah. it was really easy mm. to be fun and funny yeah, because yeah. I wasn't like, oh, everybody hates me and thinks I'm gross. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's why it's just so important for brands to actually, yeah, work with the plus size community, not just like, you know, 
try to try to insert themselves into the community. No, you have to actually work with them. Yeah. And by hire doing, us, yes, hire yeah. us. Spend your money on us, yes. And like, and it benefits. Like April, those I think. What well, I forget which ones. I don't know if you wore these ones in the campaign, but the black pants, the black pants in the Verbose campaign for Abby Chatfield, because because oh, of you. I wore yeah, blue. Mine you wore the blue. Oh, you were blue. Okay, well I. <laughs> I bought the black ones. Never would I ever wear such pants in public because they are never made for me. Never. Because I got a big tummy, big hips. But if I look hot, I am. They look gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. And I doubt, even though I even though I know Abby would have done whatever she could to make them size inclusive, but I doubt without her working with people like you, they would have been able to actually cater to my body and fit my body. So yeah, I agree. I, I do. And I take great pride in being someone who, I mean, I, I fit tests for other brands now um, and, and some owned by people I'm friends with. And, and just, you know, that's something that I want to do. Cause I'm like, I have that body that other people go, Oh my God, same. Like I've got thick thighs or I've got big arms or I've got whatever. And I can never get the sleeves to fit. I did a three, I did three times of having the same shirt sent back to me by a brand that's owned by a beautiful woman that I love. Um, and I'm sure you'll see it coming out this summer. So we can talk about it then. Um, but I, three times she had the, the, the person who does the actual samples, send it back to me and I do a little video and I'm like, Oh, the sl- and on the, the fourth shirt, when I get the fourth shirt will be perfect. Cause it'll have had something a little extra here, something a little bit extra there, something a little bit blah. And it's not that it's made for me, but it understands that I'm a human body and yeah. that I need the clothes to fit me, yeah. Yeah. not the other way around. Yeah. And, and I do, you know, that's something that I will continue to offer, you know, it's work. It's the thing is they have, they must've had someone stand still and get the thing pinned on them to do the first design. Yeah. Again. And this was something that I was going to say earlier, but I didn't cause I said a bunch of other things um that fat people's money is worth the same amount yeah that's right yes yeah and mm-hmm. and by the same token our expertise is worth more because yeah. it's never been heard before it's revolutionary mm-hmm. no one has been listening to us when it comes to what we want what we need what we like and how things work we are brand new in that way I'm like wow yeah. you want to do something really big hire a bunch of people who actually want this stuff ask them what they think hey fat people to answer the questions that you have about their experience because you would not expect someone with a PhD in anything to answer your questions for free. I got a PhD in being a fat bitch, all right? I got a master's degree, I got honours, I wrote a thesis, like please. So, um, and I'm not the only one and I don't, this is, Jen, what you were saying about me being on the billboard, it means the world to me, but you know what else is important is that people go, oh yeah, this chick, she's, you know, She's a person of color. Yeah, but I got really light skin on she's fat. Yeah, but I'm kind of sitting very much in that small mid range. Like I'm I'm not, you know, um, by no means am I at the um the, the infinity fat kind of size mm. of the I don't want to, I hate like trying to use scale and size words because yeah. it, it sounds gross. I just, you know, people. Mm. Um I am not, I'm the first, I'm not the last. I don't want to be like I'm the bare minimum. The, the fact that the bar has been underneath the ground for so long isn't a reason yeah. to just go, well, April did it and we're done now. Diversity, oh, yeah. we fixed it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all fixed now. Right. I don't mean fat chick. You're not going to get people like Portman's and Country Road. They don't give a shit about diversity. It's going to be, a, that, I agree with everything you say, but it's just, I, don't, I think that's a harder slog. 
they need to realize that it's just bad business not to sell it to sell oh yeah America. they just need yeah. to go broke yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need and this is where thin people come in yes they yeah. need to go why buy from, if my friend who yeah. is bigger than me can't buy from you i don't want your shit because it's not about they yeah like you say our voices don't have impact because they go well we made you clothes and you didn't buy them so that's the mm. thing that that reminds me of what I was going to say before oh. I was going to say <laughs> I was going to say each other. <laughs> I've said to to businesses why don't you stop plus size and they say I've tried and no one buys it but there's more to it than just getting some disgusting floral shirt mm. in a size 24 and expecting the us to, go, to lap that up oh. yes. <laughs> you, they, you have to it has We're to be bonjour. thought out yeah. <laughs> oh my God, yes. it has to be thought out it has to be well marketed like i do i sell a lot of plus size clothes but i've built up a very very plus size heavy following mm. it's it's work but if they put all this work into making to getting thin models and selling thin clothes put some work into selling yeah. to fat people and that's where it comes into centering the communities that you want involved within your brand centering yes. them not having them as an add-on not having them as an additional like when you walk into a target bespoke collection and, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> that's right they need to be a part of your actual brand identity yes. and your brand image and yes. your community yes. that you're building with your brand like it yes. makes this is this is marketing 101 <laughs> hundred percent. And that's why when I walked out, like I, I was in the, the mall the other day and I was wearing God in the label, name drop, um, that, oh, yeah. a pair of overalls and a knitted jumper, not this one, a brown one. And the, the young person working at the store that I was in went, uh, by the way, your outfit, it's Saturday, more like Saturday slay. And I was like, <laughs> okay, first of all, that's the greatest thing that anybody's ever said out loud. It's, it's <laughs> I love it. I am uh, stealing that. Yes. Right? I mean, yeah. I, it's just like the last time we thought of we thought of Renaissance. Now it's <laughs> like that was us. We did that. Um, and I, I just felt like I can walk down the street and get a compliment on my outfit. I'm representing that brand and they're proud. They're okay. Like, you know, they're happy with that. They make clothes for me because they want me to wear them and be seen wearing them. And I think that that representation is, is visible on their Instagram as well. Like, I think that that brand and so many other brands, but I'm just calling them out because how, how could you not? Um, I was living out my dreams with my one overall strap and my little like light wash denim with a jumper underneath. And I just felt cute as hell. And then someone validated that. And I was like, see, yep. see, I don't, the proof is in the pudding. And then I ate the pudding. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% that. true though. Every time I wear clothes that are made for my body or made for a body that looks like mine, I always get the compliments. They're the only times. It's never when I'm trying to squeeze myself into something that doesn't quite fit me right. It's always not that I really base it around who tells me what. But like when you walk down the street and someone's like, oh my God, you look amazing. Like, where'd you get those overalls? Yeah. You're like, silk workwear, bitch. Um, (laughs) Usually. Yeah. I get that all the time too. People say that I dress really nicely and I buy all of my clothes from like small businesses that Mm -hmm. dot plus size. I don't know. There's just lots of us. Thanks, I made it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I know I don't I'm terrible at selling myself so. <laughs> that's all right we got you girl and that's the thing too you have you have a really amazing um like your Instagram shows not only who you are as a person and what your brand values are but also that there is a diversity of people like you know you've had Jussie model for you yeah. um you've used yourself as a model you, you've used a bunch of other people and I feel like that also again shows people that they're like oh 
I can literally look like any of these people or none of these people, but there'll be something that I can buy. I think that's important. Yeah, you need, yeah, that's the thing too. Can we talk about fat tax? Because part of the fat tax like, is, is shopping online, having to pay shipping, but also mm. having to send things back when they oh don't pay. Yes. Absolutely. Marielle, Marielle Elizabeth, I don't know if any of you follow Marielle, uh, spoke about this. And this was, that was the exact point around the fact that you're having to potentially buy multiples of things because you're like, I don't know if the 20 or the 22, maybe I'll just buy them both because it's free yeah. returns. But then it's like, it's free returns. It's not free. You still have to go mm-hmm. and do it. Even yeah. if it doesn't cost you money because they've worked that cost into your into the garment cost across their, their inventory. It's not free because it takes mm. time. You have to put it on. You have to maybe have a little cry depending on how your mm. ego is doing that day. <laughs> like you, it's not yeah. free. There's nothing free about it. Going to a store, I, do you know when I, somebody asked me once if I wanted to go shopping, right? Do you want to go shopping? And I was like. <laughs> For the earrings right. and the scarves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where do you want to go? Oh, the same, yes. the same mall that I'm referring to. Where do you want to go? Canberra Centre. And I was like, um, <laughs> oh, maybe I'll meet you afterwards. And she's like, oh, you don't want to. I was like, what's the point? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really want to watch yeah. you try on clothes and but feel bad about yourself as an activity for the day. Yeah. Yeah. People don't get it. They don't understand there's literally nothing there for yeah. us. There isn't. I'd just go to Westfield for the food court, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hear that. That's and what to, they think. <laughs> and to, I think, to, to that point and to what you're saying about the fat tax, that experience of there is a cost yeah, that's always right. to mm-hmm. us to do any kind of shopping for fashion while brands generally don't take care of us. Yeah. The emotional cost of having to have that experience or relive that experience, um, the act, the time cost of having to do the mucking around trying to find something, because God knows you have, might end up buying five things before you find yeah. the one thing that I'll you I'll tell get you like. what, yeah. mm-hmm. I've been looking for the perfect pair of jeans for, I reckon, forever. So I Everybody have... give us recommendations, please. No, I, need I don't need any more. No more jeans. But I have about, I reckon I've got 20 pairs of jeans because I can't go into a shop, a jeans shop, and try all the jeans till I find the jeans that work. Mm-hmm. Instead, I've got a pile of in the bad naughty corner where I've thrown them because they're not the good jeans. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. Like any other person, slim person, person that's not plus size, would go into a jeans shop and find the right pair of jeans to fit their body. And they body. would find themselves a size 11 because they make half <laughs> sizes. Oh, yes. They probably oh, make half sizes and they just plus size, yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got a 1, a 2, a 3, a 4, a 5, a 6, a 7, 8, a 9, a 10. Uh, we've got a couple of 11s, 12, 13, and uh, that's it. But, but we don't want to stop plus size because that would be too many. The inventory. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I think we have to finish this episode here though, because we could rant about this for a very, very long time. So I think a perfect way to finish off this episode would be if we could share our fave fat finds of the week. And that is basically a brand of clothing, something that we endorse that actually caters to the fat community. Unlike Portman's April, who is your fave fat friendly find of the week? I love this. Um, I was just frantically searching my mind, but this is a really random one, but uh, for the people who are on this Zoom, the three of you, <laughs> you can see my little necklace here. I bought, um, I got a necklace beautifully gifted to me from a brand 
And I said to them, they were like, we'd love to send you another necklace, a choker style, because we love the way that you layer the necklace that you got from us. And I was like, okay, but like, how long is like, because uh, I'm not sure that it will fit around my neck. They were like, oh, we've got an extender. If you put that on, it'll be the same length as this one. And then you can choose how, how tight you want it. Yes. It's literally that easy. Yep. Amazing. Uh, so Mc, Mc, I don't want to say it wrong. McCaney Jewelry, McCarney, beautiful um, brand. You'll see a post about this necklace, no doubt, because it looks cute. You can see it here, a little chokery. And love it's it. heaven. Yeah. And all you've got to do is say, this is what I need. And a brand can come back and go, well, we got you, girl. Literally that easy. Love it. I love will, it. I will be back again. Yeah. I will be back again. Amazing. Yes, love that. Jen, what is yep. your fave fat-friendly find of the week? Okay, I've got two. We're talking about fashion, so I definitely need to plug Curvature. Lisa from Curvature Clothing. Um, I'm clapping. That's me clapping everyone. Yeah. <laughs> She's amazing, amazing. She's got plus size belts. I mean, have you ever heard of such a thing? She's oh. making oh, does she? belts. I didn't yeah. realise. Hang on a minute. I've got to go and order one. <laughs> <laughs> she's, got, she's now got a range of T-shirts because it is like I do, I'm in the T-shirt biz, but it is hard to find plus size T-shirts. Um, but the other one, I have two, sorry. The other one is um, I went and got a spray tan from Steph at uh, Beauty Diverse uh, in Mornington. So it's very specific to the Mornington Peninsula, but I actually travelled an hour to go there, but it was worth it. Getting naked in front of another plus-size person and feeling super com- comfy was definitely worth it. And I've gone back to my eyelashes. So, yes, yeah, Steph, thank you for that. We love you, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> and Rosie, my dear, what is your fave fat-friendly find of the week? Mine is actually a little bit different. It's an artist who draws, does the most divine, soft, uh, like hyper femme, which I'm just not femme at all. I And it sort of gives me this femme dopamine release of all these beautiful colours and, oh, my God, I just love it. And um, centering all of these really big, voluptuous, beautiful bodies. And um, it's Risa Bobisa on Instagram. Ooh. She also makes the most in beautiful jewelry that's all based on her illustrations um I love it I love I just do yourself a favor and just go and fall in love with this femme voluptuous curvy soft beautiful feed <laughs> love just that pop that in the group chat would you doll so yes, can- yes. <laughs> <Do that. laughs> I'm loving the big increase of like all these artists like drawing and creating these beautiful artworks of plus size bodies I'm just loving it it's yep. just so good for the feed and oh all right I have mine but mine is actually an anti fay fat friendly find of the week went an anti one which is a first but I have to okay. mention it wet and wild so, oh. <laughs> so long story short for my work I have um clients that I work with for disability support work and in the coming months, I will soon have to take one of my clients to Wet n Wild. And I was just like, oh, shit. I'm gonna." So firstly, I was worried, thinking, oh, crap, I'm going to have to climb up, climb up the hills, climb up the stairs, climb up the big inflatables. I'm going to, okay, what, what am I going to have to do to be able to do this? I, can't, I can barely walk upstairs without getting sweaty. Like, what am I going to do? And then I put it on my social media, my, you know, really cool fuffle here. And they said, oh, there's weight as well. They weigh you up there. No. Apparently, what? You okay. What? I'm going to, I'm going to need to just get off this Zoom so I can go and punch someone in the face. Oh, <laughs> be right back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, yeah, you will go up the hill, up the stairs, carrying big, massive inflatable things. And you, and if they think that you weigh too heavy, you get up on a scale and it either has a red light or a green light. No! And if you're too heavy, you have to walk 
down those stairs and I leave. bet it goes like this as well. <laughs> and some a beautiful follower suggested, okay, go into their website and you can actually see the weight limits for each ride. Whoa. And I had a look and I will only be able to go on maybe two rides. Oh maybe, no. Maybe. So oh. yeah, I'm a bit pissed off because like obviously I don't want to say the numbers on here because that might be triggering for some listeners I don't want to do that at all but if you are interested look on the website but I don't want to say it right now but the numbers on there are so little so little yeah. and if you're a plus size person like you just you just can't do the rides you just can't oh no like so yeah but like rewinding back why are the scales at the top of the hill no, I- <laughs> They're, hope, they're hoping that you'll get a bit thinner by the time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, so, yeah, they are my anti-fat-friendly finds. Oh, that's for sure. They're, uh, no, we're not even, they don't even get to be called that. It's like calling no. a turf a feminist. They ain't. <laughs> um, they are a just a goodbye. Um, yeah. I am shooketh. But also, can we just work out what is the physical body mass of a large muscular father with his child oh, on the ride? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. could, we just, yeah. could we just check if Chris Hemsworth can go <laughs> on the <laughs> one of his little cute kids? Oh. No, go and get stuffed wet and wild. Straight up your jumper. <laughs> get stuffed. Oh. Well, thank you so much, all of you, for coming onto the podcast yet again. I definitely will be having you all on again to share your thoughts, feelings, emotions about issues in the plus size community. But thank you all so much. I will make sure to leave all your information in the show notes. So if listeners want to find out more about your photography, about your modeling, about your fashion business, they can go and look in the show notes. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And thank you guys for coming onto the show. Love you, team. Bye. 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 (laughs) We at Fatanize pay our respect to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. This land is and always will be Aboriginal land.